Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Hello, and welcome Hi. to the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Um, we have to say that we apologize for not having the video of the last edition of Miguel and Holly Uncensored. It's my fault. Um, it's my fault. That's it. I'm sorry. So long story short, the audio that you hear on the video comes from Holly's laptop and there's a little cord she has to plug in. Well, and the thing is, I don't. That's why it happened, because it's always already in. Right. And that particular day, I had taken it out and plugged my headphones in Uh, there to do some work silently. mm. And then when we started the podcast, I had to take my headphones out and plug them back in here, and then I never plugged the thingy back in. Mm. And to show you how highbrow we are, um, I edit the videos very rudimentally. (laughs) Rudimentally? Rudimentarily? Yes. I don't even know those words. I put them together, <laughs> um, yeah. and I am not a video editor, not like I used to be. Yeah. And so I was trying to, like, match up the audio to the video, but I couldn't get it exactly. So it was, like, half a second off, uh, and it just looked like a bad uh, a dub mm-hmm. from, like, another country. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's fine. We just, it's I worked fine. on it and I just don't have those skills anymore like I used to. And like the audio was there, but it, you could, it sounded like, because the only sound that was coming for, for the video was my laptop. Right. Not like, it wasn't like nice audio. Mm-hmm. It was like, you couldn't hear Miguel very well because he sits all the way over there and Scott was over there and like my voice is loud, but none of their, it's just. Yeah, mm-hmm. so sorry about it, but we will, Holly, you've checked your cord. The cord is in. You've you've uh, jiggled the cord around inside the hole? I've jiggled the cord. I clicked on the thing that said line in. Ah. I did it all. Okay, good. We are good to go. Sorry. So, I'm sorry, y'all. No, it's all good, girl. Mistakes happen, honey. There's just three of us trying to put this radio show together. Mm. Um, So I wanted to spend some time talking about this weekend. Okay, like this past weekend? Mm-hmm. And your wedding photos? No, not that. Well, we can talk about that. Oh. Our wedding photos, we our engagement photos. We, wedding, uh, engagement. Sorry. Engagement photos. We put those out on social media on Sunday. Miguel Fuller, at Miguel Fuller on Instagram. I love them. Um, if you want to see it. Um, I did see a few comments about, apparently, I didn't realize that you could see our phones in our pockets um, during a oh, couple of the pictures. Really? Like, who is looking... Don't get me started. So no, I listen. Oh, I was like, that's fine, but I, I'm like, girl, I, I don't. I'm you know just what's happy good about that? Photos. I guess like this is where my brain just kicks in on that. I just look at everything on a very positive light. I'm like, that. It just shows that it's like it's still normal life. Like that's right. why I don't like pictures that are like so planned, where like takes the reality out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like your pictures are very much as if you got captured while doing what you would normally be doing. Right. Yeah. And that's what it's supposed to be. That's why I loved your picture, like especially. Because it wasn't like you're in, like, suit and tie and all this stuff. Mm. It's like, no, you're wearing the stuff that when you all go out on a Friday night. That's what you wear. That's what you wear. And now it just happens to be a nice, beautiful picture capturing the moment. So I thought it was great. Wow. Someone had to really look at your ass. (laughs) Maybe that's the point. Someone was checking out your butt so hard that they saw that your phone 
that with the tiny tip was visible. Oh, the tip. I just don't know why people tip. even got to bring it up. That's fine. Listen, people are looking at the photos. I'm, I'm actually in the process right now. I write for uh, Watermark magazine. It is a LGBTQ plus uh, magazine mm-hmm. that is between Daytona, Orlando, and here in Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I'm writing a column right now that's due, of course, today at 5 o'clock. Uh, um, and, of course, I started it this morning. Yeah. And oh, I'm talking about how sort of what my radio blog this morning was about, about expectations and how I put a lot of fear and um, a lot of fear onto my fiance, Abe, because we took these pictures in public, our engagement photos this past weekend and it's spring break. And so there were a lot of people out this weekend in Florida and I get really uncomfortable with PDA mm-hmm. yeah. because a gay couple, a gay interracial couple, and I'm always just waiting to hear someone say the F word or just some snide remark because that's the world that I grew up in that when I was growing up, if you saw two men kissing in public, it was like, what is happening? So I always feel like that's about to happen to us. Um, And so part of the article I'm writing right now is even posting the pictures on the Hot 101.5 social media this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost didn't do it. I almost just told people to go to the my Miguel Fuller Instagram just because the social media on a news medium or a, a, a media's social media pages can be the worst. Yes. I mean, if we post anything, anything, there's always going to be, who cares? You're dumb. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, literally right before we started the podcast, I went through some of the comments and I was just sort of bracing myself to see like that. Like, ugh, why is this on here? Get this male on male interracial. But but, but we know. Like, we already know. Right. Because the engagement. But it's the same people that when we post a picture or an article about Rihanna and they're like, who cares? Yeah. It's a radio station. Like, that's what we going to post about pop culture stuff. Yeah. I know. So I always just get a little nervous. Yeah. But, like, I haven't seen anything um, bad. So I feel like I'm going to respond to a few comments and I'm just going to stop looking. Yeah, I was going to say, like, don't, don't search to. it out. Like, you respond to the nice ones. But, again, like, if you search it out, it's almost like. Again, you're, if you're going to look for it, you're going to find it. Yeah. Right. And all that's going to do to you is going to be like, that's kind of, you know, crappy. Right. You don't there there see could it. be a million good comments and one but bad you're one. searching out the bad. I do the same thing. Don't think I don't. Right. But, like, just try not to let it overtake yeah. you. And like Scott said, don't look for it because right. that's what will drag you down. No, it's true. And, and I really kept reflecting yesterday as we were taking engagement photos or on Saturday and then when we got them back on Sunday and shout out to producer Ryan, a former producer Ryan who took the photos who did an excellent job. Um, Tampa Bay photography is his name on Instagram um, or Tampa Bay photographer. Tampa, That's right. Tampa Bay photographer. Okay. There we go. I couldn't remember. Um, but like, I just was so, it was such a cool moment to think about how far we've come Like, I remember being in the car with my grandma and her friend when I was in high school, maybe like a sophomore in Atlanta. And that was our tradition on Sundays is either we would be at the laundromat doing laundry for the week (laughs) or her and her friend, Letha, we go to Subway, we get the food, sit in the parking lot somewhere, eat, and then they would talk about everybody from the church. They would start from the front pew and go all the way to the back pew and be like, 
Girl, did you hear what Sister Brenda was saying at church? Oh, Sister Brenda. Girl, and I would just sit back in the back seat with my subway and be like, what did she say, girl? I want to know. And we wonder why you're the way you are. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember one time we were in downtown Atlanta, and there was this car in front of us, and there were two guys in it, and they kissed. You could see from the back windshield they kissed, Mm -hmm. and then one of them got out to go to the grocery store or whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, like, holding my breath and just waiting for my grandmother or her friend Letha to say something about it. And they never did. Mm. But I was just like, because at church, the day before, they were talking about gay is bad, gay is wrong, don't be gay. And I'm like, I am gay. (laughs) You're like, okay. (laughs) Just wait till I go to college. Hey, Try and turn that off. Right? Just, whoop, sorry, not there. Right. That's a whole different discussion about that. Um, so I was like, <gasps> and so to go from that all those years ago to now, that is me out with my fiance yes. taking engagement photos. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's sort of a, 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 a mind F yeah. a little I bit about it. how things have changed so much in that time. Mm. No, that's a, awesome. A good mind F. But that's not what I wanted to talk about from this weekend. Oh. I wanted to talk about our little impromptu Night out Saturday Gosh, night. What a good night out. So <laughs> what happened in Halloween? We haven't even talked about this. We haven't. So Saturday after the engagement photos, um, we were with former producer Ryan. We decided to get a drink and to treat him um, for taking such great photos. Ah. Well, then um, Evander, who we used to work with, he came out as well because haven't seen him. The gang's all back. Right? How's he doing? Doing well. How's Ryan doing? Do, they're both doing extremely well. They with, both look just so beautiful. They do. They're doing <laughs> such just, I, I'm just, I'm so proud. Yeah. So, so proud. My heart. Because they both were working sort of entry level positions with our company. And, yeah. you know, they went off and they're doing their own photography and videography business. And it can be very scary. Are they working together? Um, on some projects, but but mostly apart. Got it. I wasn't um, sure. Yeah, so on some big stuff. So, like, actually for the wedding, Evander is probably going to be helping out with Ryan and uh, Ryan's girlfriend, Taryn, mm. because she also does the same thing to videography and, and photography. photography. Yeah. So they're going to be working together on the wedding. Um, so they came out. Um, so we were having some drinks. And then Scott was like, hey, I'm coming downtown. Aren't you downtown? I was like, yes. Girl, come on out. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we had a little lot. Oh, and then one of our other friends came. It was just it was just a, a good old little random time that just it was like a a, a motley crew of people that a like never crew. hang out that just happened to be together at one time. Yeah. Mm. So then um we started Oak and Stone and had some apps and some drinks there. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, we're gonna go to one more place and then we're calling a night. So we went down to Thirsty First. Um, Never been there. It re- oh. Really cool. Like they had this violin player who was like playing to like club top forty. Yeah, it was music. like a DJ with the violinist, and like they're playing together. I yeah. love that type of thing. It was sick. Okay. It was a really cool hybrid. Um, but then from there, this is where we will pick up with what we talked about on the air this ah. morning. Um, obviously without giving any details. Yes. Because some other people showed up that night, and that's where that story takes over with what you talked about on the air this morning with. Your lady friend. My lady friend. And what happened with that. So fill everybody in who didn't listen to the show this morning. Okay, so I we did this impromptu go out randomly, and I decided that I was, you know, I invited my lady friend. 
Did what? you know that you were going to go meet up with Miguel? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and you so invited was, lady friends. Yeah, because I already, like, I wasn't planning on doing anything Saturday, but all of a sudden I got an itch to do something. Gosh dang it. I wish I could ask questions. Like, I want to know who the other friend was. I want to know which lady friend it was. I'll just... Re- I'll just paint a picture of my own. Well, this head. one, like, like I, I genuinely enjoy hanging out with this lady friend. So okay. it's like, you know, I was like, dang, it's going to be a good time. Like, yeah. she should definitely come out. And so I brought her out. And as we're at this bar and everything like that, one of my friends, not my lady friend, a guy friend. Okay, a dude, a buddy. We, you call your guy friends buddies. Buddies. One like. of my buddies. He's had a couple drinks. He's recently single. I... Uh, it's just I know the look. I know the look. I know the body language. I know all of it because I do the does. same thing. Everybody well, does. It's I got that intuition of like, wait a second. Wait, you you looking at my lady friend like, like you kind of want to go after my lady like friend. Like she looking like a snack. And, hey. hungry. and like that's the thing. Like I get it. Like she was. Uh, for sure. He got I, an appetite and he's satisfied. But it just felt so weird because I was like, wait, wait. That's like. As in you would have girl code, you would almost have guy code of like... That's that's bro code. Hey, like, you know, I know it's not like I'm dating her, but I brought her out here. We're hanging out. We're obviously we're obviously more than just buddies because did a couple things This your lady public. friend. Yeah. You do about. stuff with that buddy that you don't do with your other that's buddies. That's she's not a buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's my lady friend. That's mm-hmm. your lady friend. But yeah, so the, my guy friend, my buddy, he was just kind of giving her the eyes of like, kind of getting comfortable talking and look like a little bit of flirting going on. She's just kind of in it because she's very social. Like, that's just who she is. She's very good with people, and I love that. But then I was like, wait, what's going on here? Hmm, that's interesting. And I just I felt I felt wronged from my friend, my guy friend. Yeah. Of like, bro, Yeah. St- whatever you got doing right now, stop it. Like, mm. what did he think? My question to his drunk self was like, what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. I think, again, like, I think alcohol really started Absolutely. taking effect. Because, like, he had a couple. And then a couple. And I was like, I just kept seeing it more and more. Yeah. But maybe it just wasn't established well enough that, like, this is my lady friend, not just no, a friend. No, no, That's what I thought, too. And that's why I kind of, like, it kind of just hit me in a wrong way. And I haven't had this because I'm, I don't know what the heck I'm feeling anymore. But I was, like, getting jealous and I was getting protective and I was like, Whoa, you're bringing out, like, that primal, like, Scott in me. Like, I don't get mad, like, ever. I don't get mm-hmm. in a fighting mood ever until, like, moments like this where I'm like, whoa. That's, like, that, I'm sorry, but that's, like, basic biology. Well, I don't th- care yeah. how woke any of us are. Like, that's how your body works. Mm. Yeah, and that's how I felt. And, and honestly, like, I think the harder thing came because, it like, I connect. Now I realize that. I'm not good with compliments. It's, let's say, I'll start with that. Like, when people are like, oh, my God, like, Scott, you look great. Like, I don't see myself in any way of that realm. Like, I jumped back to 13-year-old Scott where I had, like, acne all over my face. I was the one that was the outsider. Nobody was asking me on dates. And so when this situation happened, it flared that up where I was like, oh, shit. I'm not, the like, the, the winner here. Like, mm. if he wants it, like... She's gonna want to go with him. You see where I'm talking about this biology comes out. You That's, were having a battle for who the alpha male was. That, oh. it, it was just it was wild to me to like feel that insecurity again. I was like, God damn it! Like this. Mm. Is, luckily, I was reassured pretty quickly from a lady friend. Hey, lady. But she said, "You my man." I mean, <laughs> only as friends. In this minute, though. Yeah, but in I didn't this know minute. If I sh- I didn't. But afterwards, we're just friends, okay? So don't get it twisted. Mm. But I didn't know if I should say anything to the dude, or like, how do you bring that up, or should I just left it alone? And I did. I didn't say anything to him because I went off and danced with my lady friend. I mean, do you think that? Because someone brought this up on the air this morning, 
that you take it sort of as like a compliment because I mean clearly your friend was intoxicated. Yes. I mean they were drunk. I mean they were doing that thing that uh, <laughs> I see straight men do when they're drunk when they just sort of like walk up to a girl at the bar and they're like, "Hey girl, what you doing? How you doing, girl?" And then like the girl's kind of like. I'm good. There, you have to do that thing where you're just like, haha. And then they like walk away. And then the guy, like he's so drunk, he just sort of stands there. He's sort of like swaying. And then the next person that comes there, he's just like, hey, girl, how you doing? Wait, Miguel, like, were you witnessing this? Yes. Did you witness it? I did not see it go down the way that, that Scott did saw it Did you interpret it, it that way? I did not. Be- okay, so that's what's interesting because right. it's all but, like, very much in my head. But how close were you, though? I mean, we were in, like, the same uh, vicinity because of the, the way that the venue was set up. or the, It's a relatively small space. So our little group was, like, together standing up. Okay. And I saw, like, Scott was primarily closer to the dance floor. And so I saw them, like, chatting, but I thought it was just Scott and his friend sort of chatting about, you know, being single and stuff like that. And then I saw the guy go to the bar, and then that's where I saw him do the sort of, like, hey, girl, how you doing? What's going on? <laughs> and I was like, oh, bitch is drunk. Somebody needs to call him an Uber or Lyft or something. Yeah. Done. So I never saw the interaction with your lady friend I and your you. other friend. I think buddy. it's just like I picked up on the body language. And it was a little before, like, it was, like, real drunk. It was, mm. like, a couple drinks in, buzzing, probably feeling pretty good. But I could see the body language change where it was, like, and I just, I felt intimidated because, like, God dang, he looked good. I was like, you glue, glowed up to the max. And that's where I was like, fuck. Like, you look like a stud right now. Huh. Mm. I wonder how my lady friend's interpreting this. So it just, it put up a lot of red flags for me. And it just, it kind of just felt disrespectful from a friend. It it was. I was like, damn, that's pretty effed up, man. But, like, do for you, you for, fee- for, A, I just want to applaud you mm-hmm. for recognizing mm. and acknowledging your emotions. Mm-hmm. Most dudes don't. So No, it's true. Great job. Thank you. I mean, so <laughs> now that you've acknowledged it, yeah. now let's rip them apart. Oh. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious, though. Like, what does that mean that you got, that you had that feeling of jealousy? Like, is that more so just that could have been anyone, any of your lady friends or anybody and you would have felt that way or is it because your friend has had this glow up and you're kind of like ooh, i feel a little competition now that we're both in the same boat probably a lot i think it's a combination of all of them i think one i did process this yesterday where i was like would that have happened with anybody else that i've talked to in the past couple months and honestly the answer was no like it really was i was like there's a couple people like i talked to in the beginning and i don't talk to really anymore and I have no, like, care in the world. If, like, I see, I'm, like, almost, like, congratulate them. Like, hell yeah. Like, go do your thing. I I don't know what the heck it is. I don't know. Obviously, it's feelings are getting involved. And I'm, like, huh. I don't know if that was originally part of the plan. Mm. And I don't really know what to do with it because I'm not mad at it. Like, I think the hardest thing with this whole situation is, like, feelings are starting to trickle in. Mm-hmm. Both on the same page of what's happening with this one lady friend. But at the same time, like, I also know that it's, like, I can't just be, like, Oh, all right, Scott, let's jump back into a relationship because I was ju- like, I guess what it breaks down to, I've never actually been single, like ever. I've had like six months in my right. freshman year of college, which that nothing happened then. So my whole entire life I've been in a relationship. And so this is the first time where I'm like, Scott, give yourself some time before you go into something. Because one, I know I haven't even started a healing process with everything that's happened to me in the past year. Yes. Right. And I want to make sure that it's like I'm all good before I bring somebody else into my world. Yeah. 
But at the same time, I really enjoy this one lady friend. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Hmm. Again, biology. <laughs> yes. And I, it was bound to happen, especially when there's a lot of things that are clicking. But I don't know what to do with it. I really don't. Because we're on the same page for now. But I think, you know, it's almost like, am I signing myself up to just get burned? Which, at the same time, I'm kind of okay with it if I'm enjoying it now. Yeah. So what you have this discovery of these feelings that yeah. obviously are deeper than just a casual hookup. I mean, yeah. you would outside of like the cutesy terms we're giving it on air, yeah, you know, for that's your lady friend. I mean, you all are friends with benefits essentially. Yeah. Just I mean, to put it down to, like, very yeah, basic like, terms. I mean, yeah, to break it down, like, the friend part is key. Like, right. I, it's not just, like, you know, come over and hibbity-dibbity and then goodbye. It's right. like, so you are I'd rather the, hang out. In the true sense of the word, you are friends yes. with benefits. Whereas some people are just F-buddies. Yes, exactly, yeah. Th- and there's a different, like, that, that, those terms are not interchangeable, I feel like. You've got F-buddies and you've got friends. With benefits. Mm, yes. I would say that this is solidly in the friends category. Yes. Now, Holly, have you ever had a true friends with benefits that you were able to be friends, but then also when the time called for the benefits part, y'all got all the benefits? I'm trying to think. I have to go back some years. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I would say I, more recently, like, like the, I ha- I've had an F buddy, okay. and that's one thing. Right. I, I have had a friends with benefits, but it was, like, back when I was living in Ohio, if we want to go back that far. Okay. So there was this uh, guy that I worked with who was, he was part-time, so I never saw him in the building usually ever unless there was, like, a big event going on or whatever. And so, but he was also part of, like, our occasional Tuesday night drink club. Oh. Mm. Um, and since there were, like, four or five uh, single people that were in that office, sometimes we'd go out on the weekends together, and we were legit friends because he was friends with me and the other people in the office yeah. and whatnot. And um, we're all, like, friends with each other. But we also got down. Yeah. Sometimes. We got down. So, yes, I would say that was a definite friends with benefits scenario. But the problem was I liked him a lot more than he probably liked me. Um, (laughs) And Mm. so, like, what do you do with that? I was like, I know that I like this person. I would absolutely want to date this person. But they're not giving off datey vibes. Like, we never went on, like, dates. We would just usually do group settings, and then like once everybody else left, we would. Ah, just- uh, oh, you sneaking dog! So were you? Wait, wait. Would you pretend like you were packing up to leave, and you'd be like, as everyone's sort of gathering their stuff, and oh you're like, "Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, all right." And then you're waiting for the last person to leave, and then you're like, "Let's do it." Sometimes. <laughs> or like you have to like all go home from a bar or whatever, and like you can't, you can't tell me. Like so, you gotta, you kind of, kind of be like. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, and then like you get out of the car, you be like, "Are you gonna follow me? You follow me? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. Bye, y'all. He's mm-hmm. going. I, I'll see all of y'all tomorrow. So you know, you all see you in a minute. No, mm-hmm. like it, it was fun. Yeah. It was so yeah. fun. Yeah, but yeah, like that wasn't gonna work. And then, and then I, I know how it ended because I was gonna move to Florida. Oh. And then, then oh. when I was gonna move to Florida, he's like, 
I got to take you out. I was like, bitch. No. Now you want to take me out. So we had a delightful date at the Olive Garden. (laughs) Yes, Holly's favorite date spot, girl. favorite date spot. (laughs) Anyway, used to be. Uh, And so then we did all the things. And then he called me a couple, like, early mornings when I was first starting out with Kramer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that was it because, like, what? what? He's in Ohio and I'm in Florida and that was going to be something. Right. But obviously it meant that he cared. Um, I thought because why would why else would you even do any of that? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that he was not looking for a relationship, or if he was, it wasn't with me. Mm. But he probably liked me, right? Obviously, and cared about me. But it just that it just ended. We just that was the end of that. So, were there ever any hard feelings on your side about it stalling or not stalling? Because I mean, the parameters were set that it was just a friends with benefits situation, but did, were you ever resentful that it didn't make it past just friends with benefits? Um, I don't think resentful, no, but disappointed, yeah. Mm. I was definitely disappointed on the regular, <laughs> but oh. I knew I was doing it to myself. Right, so yeah. I wasn't, like, pissed, although, like, one time I think I got all my, myself all ready, and I was like, you should come over, and then I fell asleep, and then he never did come over, and I was like, bitch, I shaved. Like, that then I was pissed because don't leave me hanging. Right. But I was I was always like, and I played this part well. I was always just a, a good like one step under a heartbreak. Like I was just oh. always a little bit like wanting it. But then like the hookups would be so great, and I'd be like, this is so fun. I don't need anything else. This is great. No. Then you go like two weeks without hearing from anybody, and you're just like, but why? Like it's just it's a fun little cycle that you put yourself Ugh. in. So, yes, there were definitely disappointments. I, I don't think I was ever resentful, though. I was mm. never mad. I never wanted to, like, you know, blast him online or anything. It, just, right. it was what it was. That's so interesting because I was chatting with Scott about this and, you know, trying not to give advice because my feelings about the situation, or because I always put myself in someone's shoes. Yeah. That's how I give advice is to be like, wow, if I were in your shoes or in your lady friend's shoes, how would I feel about it? Mm. Um, But I feel like I'm way more of an emotional person than the both of them are. (laughs) And so that's that's the problem. You can't always put yourself in someone else's shoes because you're also bringing your own feelings and my own baggage with it. And so that's why I was like, I'm not here to give you some advice. I mean, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Uh, and <laughs> you can take it or not. But yeah. just, just know that the point of view I'm and I, I told him this, I'm telling you this is from a, a person who was very wounded back then and never felt good enough. And so those sort of situations that I would find myself into would take me down a dark path. Because I was bringing in all the other baggage from all the re- other rejections that I had had, you know, leading mm. up to that point when I don't think that you and your lady friend are uh, operating from the same hurt that I was operating from in those type of experiences. Yeah, no, I don't think so as well. And I think the thing that helps is, like, I understand where she's coming from, too. Like, she, not, she's not looking for anything serious. But it also, I think we both came to a realization that we're like, oh, whoa, like, this is going in a direction like we didn't, I guess, see in the beginning. Like we didn't think that it would be like this connected. And well, the longer it goes great. on, and and the fact that you do click, mm-hmm. yeah, like that was sort of a natural thing that was going to happen, even yeah. whether you wanted to admit it or not. And so I think it's cool that you both seem to be on the same page with yeah. where, where you are right now. Are you not? I mean, no, we are. It Again, does it's seem just, to it's me. confusing to me. Like that's what it is. Like and. 
Like, mm-hmm. are your emotions confusing to you or the situation or her emotions? I think it's just, like, I've never been in these uncharted territories. I've never been in this, like, situation where, again, like, if it was a normal situation, I would be like, okay, potentially, date, okay. But right now, and, like, I said this to my friend yesterday, he looked at me like I was crazy. It's just, it's not an option. It just can't be. It's just not right for anybody. Why? And this that's what they asked, too. It's just... I don't think it would be doing anybody any justice to have me jump into a relationship right now. As in, one, I have so much that I still need to process. And I I haven't, like, the thing that sucks, and I don't, I don't know where this is going to go, but so much happened last year that I haven't been able to really process any of it. I haven't right. had a second, and this is why I get pissed when my, like, like I, if you're new to the fam, like, I was in a serious relationship for four, four and a half years. Mm-hmm. That ended. My mom passed away, Mm -hmm. my grandma passed away, and then I had a great uncle pass away. And so, like, with all of that combined, like, literally, I haven't even, like, been able to process the losses in my life. And I didn't even have a second to process the breakup. Yeah. Which I, like, as much as, like, and I am good. Like, I look at life very, on a up way. I I know there's things there that I can't wait to sit down and talk through and understand because that you don't just go out of like a four and a half year relationship that was great and just end it and think that you're going to be okay. Like I would be fooling myself right now if I was like, yeah, I'm ready for another relationship. I just know I'm not. Well, and it's smart. That's just, I mean, yes, feelings are great and emotions and all this. But what you're doing is smart because you've been affected in ways that you don't even know. Yeah. Right. So bringing that into a new relationship would affect it whether you know it or not. Yeah. And that's what... and. Which is so, again, another connecting piece. Like, my lady friend was very understanding of that and said, like, even brought up a point of, like, right now, like, the thing with you is, like, you might not even understand, like, why we're hanging out. Like, do you just find that, like, you click with me because you need someone there? Or Mm. do you click with me because you actually click with me? And I was like, you know, that's awesome that you brought it up. And you could see it in that way because it's not like you said it in a mean way. You're just like, yo, like, this might be a reality of it. And I was like, yeah, I I appreciate you saying that because I don't think it is. I don't think I'm leaning on you because I need someone. Like, I've got plenty of people. But the fact that you see that and you understand, like, everything I'm processing, that that means a lot. Because yeah. I, again, like, I've talked to multiple people over the past month just to kind of dabble in it. And there, it's crazy, but there's been people that just have not understood. Even as much as I've been open and vulnerable, as soon as, like, I can't do something or can't hang out and it's, like, a done deal, I'm like, like, obviously, you didn't understand. No, correct. Mm. And those and you didn't try people to are not for you anyway. Even <laughs> yes, if all yeah. this wasn't going on, there would still be a level. Like, I guess the bright spot of all of this is that it is a relatively easy way to weed out who gets you on a deeper level. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I think that's Not that anybody it. asked for this. Right? right. Not that anybody asked for that. Yes. For all of this trauma to be oh, yeah. a deciding factor for who you date and who you are close with and that. But, yeah, that's a very easy way to tell who even gets themselves. Yes. And that, again, like, like means so much. And also on her part, it's like she doesn't know if she's looking for anything serious. This wasn't part of her cards. It just happened to be like, oh, wow, I have a different feeling for you. And I'm like, hmm, I get that. Same. Sometimes you just end up in people's lives uh, because – of the things that you're going through or like maybe your traumas match each other's and it's a, it's a good thing that you've got a person that you can talk about mm. it with. And you know what? It doesn't matter what could happen in the future right That's now. True. Right now, 
you're good for each other. That's exactly like that's how I'm looking at it. And that's, you know, we all need somebody like that. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I think for right now. And that's why I don't want to like just cut it off because I'm like scared that it's like going to get hurt in the like future. I'm like, well, right now it's really fun and really enjoyable and really click. So I'm yeah. not going to cut it out just because of a little fear of being hurt. And, like all of that. Yeah, that that's let that's letting I think that's letting fear control it. Yeah, and that's what I don't want. And like I told I literally told her I was like, you know, cuz I guess her fear is like he doesn't want to hurt me. I'm like I think I'm good. I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's mm. a nice way to phrase it, but it's like there's so much that's happened. I'm like you're good. I rather have this moment now and then worry about potentially being hurt in the future cuz I know it can handle the hurt. Random question, not random, but a question that you might not be able to answer because I don't Think that there is an answer to it, but I'm going to toss it out anyway. Uh, what's the end game? Mm. That's that's the confusing question. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know. When I first jumped into this whole single life, I was like, you know what? Like, ride it. Like, just do this life for a while. Don't even think about jumping into something right now because it's again, I don't know what it's like. I don't know who I am anymore as I'm rediscovering myself. So. I honestly don't know what the end game is. Is does it just fizzle out? Do we remain friends or, you know, if we're still clicking and I feel like I'm ready to try a relationship, is that something I try and like I I'm going to give myself months before I'd even dabble back in just cuz I need to experience this. So, I don't know. There's no end game literally set. There's nothing. And I think and this is this is just my personal opinion. I think that it's okay not to have one. I really do because y- that life doesn't work that way right. for most people. Like having an end game is always good or it's good to think about, you know, the future. But also we can get lost in the what ifs. And most times the what ifs are always the negative ones. Mm. Like we don't usually allow ourselves to what if the best possibility. Right. We're usually like, well, what if I get hurt? Well, what if my entire life <laughs> goes down in flames because of this? And so that's usually our what if bubble that we put on. But with an end game. How can you know? Anything could happen that could change the trajectory of what it is right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good to, and we we talk about end games a lot when there are cheating scenarios, like when we do Tampa um, Tampa Bay Secrets. Like a lot of times we'll be like, well, what's the end game here? Like, okay, so you're cheating on your husband with your mechanic. Like, <laughs> what? How, how do you think that's gonna go? Mm-hmm. And those are sometimes good questions to ask in those types of situations or any type of situations. But the truth of them is, nobody does know. Yeah. Right. No, it's not. So you can come up with all of these what-if <laughs> possibilities, but it might be something that you haven't even considered yet. And yeah. it'll never match the reality of what will actually end up happening. Because right. like you said, Holly, there's so many variables that we don't know of what's to come right. in the next few days, months, and weeks. Exactly. And so maybe you're like, you're. this is a therapist told me this, I think, uh, one time. It's like you're coming up with... All of these possible scenarios, because I'm a I'm I'm a planner. I yeah. like you know um, structure and schedules, and they're like, well, you're coming up with all this stuff, but what if the reality of it is something that you've never considered? What do you think you know everything? Mm. I'd be like, it's <laughs> a good point. That's valid. Mm. And right. so it's like if you've decided if you've made a decision that like you want to you know keep seeing this lady friend, then that's your decision for today. Yeah. If something could happen tomorrow that causes you to be like, oh, my decision has changed. Right. And that's just being flexible with life. Yeah. So uh, to Miguel's point, the fact that you don't have one, I'm okay with this. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. It's a good question. It's a good question to ask, but you don't have to have an answer. 
Yeah, valid. No, I like I like that. I agree with it. I agree with it. Scott, what's your social media? <laughs> At Scott Chaplin, S C O T T T A V L I N. Are you looking for any more lady friends? I don't even know how to. Yeah, I mean. No, just don't like, answer. Yeah. Just don't answer. <sighs> I don't, don't answer that question. Well, let's go really quick. <laughs> what happened to that eighteen-year-old girl? If somebody asked me that too, I just never responded. I just oh. didn't. I, I was wondering if because I thought you were going to, and I thought we were gonna like follow up, but I didn't no, remember. Well, she said, "Hey." Yeah. I said, "Hi." Hey. And hey. then she replied back. And I was like, no, nope, not much. doing this. No. <laughs> that, no. That's when, like, when I was dating <sighs> and people would be like, hey, I would what? give them, like, a hey. And then if they had nothing to follow up my hey with, done. Well, like, like if she would have, like, written something else back, maybe I would have, like, just at least the conversation. But I, I was like, why wait. why people do that. Why I don't do know. people do that? I, like, no, I can't respond back to a hey. Those are people that usually, in my experience of online dating, are not good conversationalists. Oh, I can't hear Because that. then when I would try to, because of course I was like desperate 5,000. Yeah. So I would like punch my way through the circle of haze to try to pull something out. Yeah. And then after me writing like paragraphs of like questions or responses, and then they would respond with like a sentence. Ah. I was like, nope, nope, I'm done. You're not getting my energy because nope. you clearly don't know how to have a conversation. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holly, what's your information? Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Miguel Fuller for me, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R on Instagram, TikTok, all the wonderful places like Twitter. And if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers, you can always send me an email with your address, miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Please make sure to leave us a review and a rating. It really, really helps when you do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the podcast. And until next time, platypus posse. Bye. Catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.